Um, welcome, welcome everyone. This is Mark. No, that's my that's my other video. That's your other. <laughs> this is Mark from Solar. From Solar Games. We're back talking about MTG. Yes. Oh. Oh gosh. No. Stop. Ha Hasbro's stop. and no, stonks no, 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 and not not oh, stonks. Oh, no. The opposite Whoa, of stonks. Shocklands going to zero. Whoa, sell now. Sell. Dump your stock now. I'm just surprised how much you know about. I watch magic your videos, now. bro. Welcome to episode four of Talk GA, our podcast on anything and everything Grand Archive. I'm your host, Mark from Solar Games. And joining me, as usual, are my co-hosts, Eva and Fomi. So, all right. So before we begin, um, some of you guys might notice that this is not the normal channel. Yes. Talk GA now has a dedicated YouTube channel that will be for this podcast. We figured that we're three episodes in or fourth now that we're big enough that we can have uh, room to grow. So this is the channel dedicated to this podcast. And remember, like, comment, subscribe this video, and then, you know, hit that notification bell icon so you can get noticed. He said the thing. I said the thing. I said, do all those things so you know when we upload our new episodes. All right, merch day just happened, right? And and merch day has been delivered, more importantly, okay? So I wanna know what everyone <sighs> bought for merch day. Yeah, we're sitting on it right now. You're sitting on it? You're gonna yeah. get it dirty. I don't wanna play it. on this play mat anymore. You can barely see it on the like camera. Like sweating into the Merlin. We're the proud owners of a brand new Grand Archive champion a couch oh. cover. A couch That's right. Wrapped with uh, my, my best friend Raikun over uh, here. Raikun. <laughs> wow. Rai, okay. Yeah, it like somehow it fit, exactly fits the dimensions of this couch. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this is our new backdrop. Did you buy anything merch today? I, um, I, I bought enough to get some uh, merch packs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I bought the Creative Shock uh, playmat or playmat, yeah. But I don't think I'm going to keep oh, it. So I'll thing. figure out what to do. Like maybe I'll give it away later or something. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And a oh. bunch of like Merlin deck boxes. I guess I'm specking, but apparently like everyone has it, so who cares? <laughs> Those are nice boxes, though. They're cool. Mm -hmm. I, the purple is like definitely my color. My problem is I don't use deck boxes anymore. So, yeah, yeah. Speaking of merch days, you got some of these, right? I do, I do. I have yeah. a lot. You have some. Mm -hmm. You got some merch packs with <laughs> our uh, table mat here, and actually, I think we're just gonna crack this one open right here. And, yeah. Um, but what do we? What do we do with that one? Yeah, I mean, in the holiday spirit, I think it, it's only appropriate that uh, we can give this out to one lucky viewer. Yes. Um, so uh, yeah, let's open it on stream, and then uh, we'll, you know, if you're interested in having this, um, just comment on the video. Correct. And then uh, within a week, I think Mark will pick the winner. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah. randomly, right? Or is it based on? No, you're just, you're just pick pick <laughs> your favorite comment. Favorite, yeah. favorite. No, it's gonna be random. Okay. Yeah. So we'll pick a random commenter uh, from. The, so one week from when this video goes live, uh, basically I'll, I'll reply to your comment with a, hey, email me, and then just feel free to email me with your address. Uh, yeah, and yeah, yeah, no problem. All right, so let's crack this open, see yeah. what we got. See what the lucky viewer it. got, yeah, actually. Don't, don't like ruin their card. No, I'm, I'm very careful with okay. it. Cool, cool, cool. Okay. Is it a foil? What's the foil race on these? Uh, One in seven? The best is the foil nullifying lantern. Okay. Let's see. I'm going to be really jealous if it is and we're giving it away. 12.5. Oh. Uh, okay. It is a oh, Frostworn Paladin. Frostworn Paladin. Frostworn right. Paladin. Nice, nice, nice. So, yeah, so this is going to go to one of the lucky viewers. Yes. And okay. we'll pack it up nicely. Not and foil, right? Not foil. Okay, not foil. Unfortunately. That's okay. Still but really yeah, cool, though. Leave a comment and then this might be yours. Yeah. All right. Cool. Um, moving on to more holiday spirit things. <laughs> the dev stream, the dev holiday stream. Um, yeah, that was awesome. Awesome, right? Mm -hmm. we, we had like, I think a concurrent viewer peak was 400. 400 something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, was there like a special thing they did because of 400, like more cards were spoiled or something? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. There were threshold viewer numbers that if you surpassed, um, they would sh uh, show you a new spoiler. We got a bunch on the stream anyway, so it worked out like, yeah. yeah. It was like a four hour, five hour stream. It was long. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <clears throat> there was like obviously design, designer, design note part two, uh, done live, of course, by Silver Dark. Super high. So that cool. Was cool. Yeah. And then the Lorraine Playmat giveaway. Uh, they gave out like, I mean, it was, right, it was a contest. It yeah, wasn't yeah. just like, here's a bunch of playmats. It was like uh, trivia, right? So you have to earn it. That's right. The, well, the, the streamers had to earn it. And yeah. dude, main they won Dan, it for the viewers. Dude, Main Day Dan. Like, OG. he's insane. OG. He got everything. I was like, whoa, this guy knew every card. He's been following this game for a very long time. Very yeah. dedicated. Yeah. yeah, he knew everything. Um, and then the, but I think, I think honestly, just, you know, um, the amount of engagement that this game has 
continues to. I mean, we talk about this all the time, but like it surprises me so much that a game has like developers who are you know who own the game, who build the game, are like willing、mm-hmm. to engage with the audience,、mm-hmm. come on a stream like this, answer、mm-hmm. your questions, right? Like we were posting questions in Discord, and I mean, like I think Seldar called me out on the on the streams, like, oh, Mark asked a question, but just answer it. That's awesome. Like this is the type of thing I think that makes a game like Grand Archive like so much more worth my time or like、mm-hmm. all of our times、mm-hmm. to go follow.、Mm-hmm. And that's that, that's the part I love the most about I guess the dev stream.、Um, but also big shout out to、uh, TM32, the entire team there.、Uh, Leo, I think you know helping out with all you know the camera work, all the audio stuff. But you know everybody pulling these together. Not just that one community event, but all the community events. You know. Continuously being that bridge between the devs and all of us—that's really cool. So, big shout out, great work, continue. You know,、um, yeah. yeah, good job, guys.、Shout、good job to Shinja and Ken yeah. too. Shinja, Ken. Yep. Sorry, I, I, I don't. I know. I was like, why Leo?、Yeah. I mean, Leo's,、oh. Leo's awesome. Oh, oh, oh because, because they kept on saying Leo on the stream. Like, oh, Leo's back in the camera. Oh,、like, oh, Leo, get in here. <laughs> Open this card. <laughs> Remember, like, like, and Cherry too. Oh, that's right. Was Cherry there? No, Cherry was.、Mm-mm. No, she wasn't there. She, she was sick. She was、oh. sick. Okay. She's part of the crew, though.、Mm-hmm. Part of the crew, yes, yes.、Um, and lastly, this is something I want to bring up: is、uh, we did. I, I don't know if you guys saw it, but we did、uh, through the stream. I think we we, we greenlit the Sylvie toy. <laughs> Wait, that that happened? So you you probably missed this. I I was like Sylvie toy went like the whole time, right? Because I saw the thing. I'm like, this is insanely cool. I want yeah, it on my desk now.、Nice. And then I was like, I kept on asking it, and then Sildar said something like. If you guys want this toy, say like one in chat or whatever. It was like a ton of people. <laughs> Everyone's like, like, yes, yes, yes,、yeah. yes, yes. I think. Oh, look, it's obviously no promises, but like the fact that we all basically said yes, nobody said no. <laughs> I think it's a pretty good indicator that they're gonna look into how to make that happen. Yeah. Merch day, twenty twenty five. Yeah, yeah. What, what's I want to know about Nindo. Uh, it's a, it looks like a Nendoroid. It looks、what's、just. A it's not a Nindo. Uh. So it's like a line of these like kind of chibi anime figures,、um, big heads. Yeah, they're cute. So I mean, isn't that what it is? It looks exactly like one. Yeah, it's that style. But a Nendo is like you can take it apart and move. Oh, like, it's not articulate. Pose it. Okay, it's like、oh. a. So it's more like a. In, in like a non-posable figure than、yeah. a Nendo. Okay. It's like a chibi figure. I'm I'm not against posable. Uh, oh, posable grand archive figures. I'm not against it. Oh, those are not against it, right? And imagine, imagine we just have magnets on there, and you could stick whatever characters you want on there. They could like battle each other.、Oh, they could be, like that'd be awesome. Do emo- emojis against each other? Be kind of cool. Emojis. <laughs> Anxious Sylvie as a figure. Anxious Sylvie. <laughs> oh, swap out the face. Mm. Right,、oh. ancient Sylvie versus like yeah, yeah, okay, like star eyes. These are these are good ideas. We should just start a new company. Called the the Grand Archive figurine. They、company. have an open license, right? Oh my god, <laughs> Roger! Don't if you're watching this, please don't sue us. This will be the last episode of Talk Chie as we venture into our toy company. <laughs>、uh, <laughs> All right, okay. <laughs> Moving forward, but there was also a ban and、uh, ban and restricted BNR announcement recently.、Mm-hmm. No big changes. I mean, every time I I see the BNR announcement, I get a little bit like. Like I'm like oh no, like anxious about something.、Uh, of course, open it up. No new proxy vault cards.、Uh, there was one that I guess Solar has been talking about, the Xander, but we haven't seen it yet. So yeah, <clears throat> Xander level two. A little bit later, huh? Yeah,、mm-hmm. probably later. Maybe round one ALC, I think. And then said January. January. Oh, so it's gonna come soon.、Oh, yeah, maybe soon enough. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, Xander two sucks. <laughs> oh, it doesn't do anything. Feels、uh. bad. Okay. Yeah, but、um, the only major change is crystal, crystal of empowerment moves to category two. Honestly, I think it's kind of weird that this card has stayed like off the radar for a long time. Now that's finally like moving to. I, I I remember in DOA just when when Fomi was running this in his fire deck, and I was like, this card feels like cheating. Like yeah, he's gonna banner knight、it's、right like, now. Devast- I'm gonna devastate you, and I'm level one. Like- yeah, yeah, devastating as level one. Activate banner knights. A lot of things interactions become available with this card. Uh, anyways, this thing shows up in every single deck archetypes like Fire Merlins, Fire Lorraine, Sylvie decks,、uh, Ride decks, Allen decks. Pretty much everybody's running Crystal Empowerment, and that's a good indicator that this card is probably a little bit overpowered.、Um, mm. So I think the best way to kind of explain why this is a problem for those that you know haven't, I guess, don't see it, is that it, because it's like you're skipping too many things that are supposed to kind of slow down the game. Things like level restrictions,、um, yeah. So, or like efficiency, right? Be able to cast something earlier. 
So I'm gonna play Devil's Advocate here. Sure. I actually like Crystal of Empowerment. Yep. And I worried that if they banned it, it would discourage people from playing as many level one decks. Mm -hmm. And it would make mm -hmm. everyone want to play like an advanced element deck. Mm -hmm. And I think right now it's like we have a nice balance of like low to the ground aggro that just stays level one mm -hmm. and some of the more value oriented orientated uh, level three decks. Yeah. Interesting. What if we just slightly change this card? No, so, no, no. Right. But would it make you happier if the card read something like, you know, do this only if you're level zero or level yeah, one? Yeah, exactly. Well, less exactly than level what one. Oh, that's a, that's, that's a good one. one. If you're level one, yeah, then so you, you gain two levels. Basically, you yeah, don't exactly. let Merlin's cast a incarnate earlier you don't let them fireball you that turn instead of one turn later like it you know yeah it, it like, kind of makes it a little bit like so that i think the problem is that it fits in every deck if it only fits into one or two decks or some low low uh low level archetypes i think it's fine the issue is it's everywhere rise are going to use it to like arcane blast you earlier yeah you know yeah like I if they can that. if they can make it into a not win more card <laughs> yeah that's true yeah if if that if that were the case, it would probably be a little bit better. But I I, I, I kind of don't mind this card right now. I don't think it's causing that many problems personally. As Justin Bieber has said famously, "Never say never." Never say never. I don't even know what song that is. I will never say never. Oh my God, Mark's Utahite debut. <laughs> <laughs> you see the Y word? I said on the a, Y word. Grand Archive video. I don't know what video? that means, but okay. You guys keep doing this weeb thing. Like, we're like, you just say, we're say just words. We're trying I don't to induct you into Nendo, more of our. <laughs> I'm just doing, okay. All right. We're just saying words. I need a dictionary every time this happens. Just like flip through. Oh, oh, this means this. Yeah, weeb splaining. Yeah, weeb splaining. Weeb splaining. Weeb, weeb splaining dictionary. All right, so post BNR. It obviously doesn't affect our decks, but um, I want to know, because we never asked on the stream officially, like, what decks are you guys running and the updates that you're looking at? Nowadays, you want you want to kick it? Yeah, let's. Fogxander. I mean, yeah, everyone uh, at this has point heard, at this point has heard that I run Fogxander, <laughs> uh, which is pretty much just a meme. But it's gonna be even more of a meme going forward as we're gonna transition to Prismatic Fogxander uh, with eight Innervate cards mm -hmm. um, and uh, grabbing some of that ALC tech with uh, Academy Guide. It's gonna be sick. Wait, so I know you're considering doing Fog Tenoris at some point. Is that, yeah. is that off the table now? The, what I think is, I think Fog Tenoris is actually good, which makes me not want to do it. Okay. <laughs> what if that level two Xander proxy of all is like really good? I'm, I'm, I'm counting on it. Okay, well I, then doesn't that make you, you know, not want to play Xander? What if everyone, what if Xander becomes meta? Are you still going to play, play it? This guy, this guy, no loyalty. Um, yeah, I only want to do Just with, stay lost spirit, it's, it's fine. It will always be bad. Yeah, sure. <laughs> well, lot to fog. Uh, fog lost spirit. spirit. Don't know how that works, but go for it. Eve is the one actually been winning. Actually, mm. it's just locals. It's not like I haven't been winning store championships or anything. I mean, you do well with locals, though. Everybody just wins locals until they win regionals. <laughs> uh huh. Hopefully, one day. So, Eva. How are you winning locals? How are you like schooling all the noobs? No, 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 no. Are you like no, no. driving around Bay Area like reaping everyone's event packs? No, I do play in a lot of locals though. Yeah, <laughs> like, you play in like three, four different I'm, like, stores. Everywhere, but um, no, I'm I'm really happy with my progress. I feel like like even just in the past two weeks, I've been improving a lot. Like I make a lot less mistakes now. Um, I think I've finally gotten to the point where I'm pretty satisfied with my deck build. Just because like I've been running the same deck basically since we got our Kickstarter product back in like what April yeah. March. Um, of course, I've been refining it along the way, and it's kind of changed a lot since then. Or there are certain cards that I took out, and then now they're back in. Like Snow Fairy, what kind of felt bad for a while, and yeah, now now she great. feels good to Snow play Fairy's again. Awesome, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, yeah, I feel like I finally can stop tinkering with my deck. We're a bit I'm pretty happy with how it plays. You're, you're not on water Merlin yet, right? At no, all. I'm water, wa Lorraine. pure water Lorraine yep. Crux Knight, which I don't know why no one plays. Just like, I, I didn't get the memo. Everyone migrated over to Spirit Ruler, and I. Yeah, because it's don't. pure value. I, 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 but I like to argue it's just net decking, honestly. I think a lot of people, okay. they show one combo and they're like, oh, well, the only way to do this combo is with Spirit Ruler, so everyone mm. does it. I don't know if it's actually better, to be honest. That's fair. Loyalty. Yeah. I'm just like the kind of person that will 
<clears throat> become really attached to one thing and then I stick to it yeah. until the end of eternity. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Then you're, you're perfected. You're perfected. But I will say, um, for car- like a recent card that I added to my deck that I think is kind of interesting and that I also don't see a lot of people play mm-hmm. is Frostbinder Apostle. Mm-hmm. Um, for the people that know, don't know it, it is a zero power, two health ally. Mm-hmm. I'm pulling it up right now. Yeah. Um, it has intercept and then on enter, if you're level two or higher, target rested ally you don't control gets minus four health until end of turn. Mm-hmm. And it kind of like, I just play it and then like the opponent's ghost of Pendragon just poofs. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. Like, Ace and, and it sticks around yeah. to protect you too. So yeah. Yeah, like I don't. Dies. Yeah, like, I don't think it works for every deck, but it works pretty nicely in my deck. Yeah, and it's really weird because like um, the way they wrote this card, it's kind of like deal four damage, but it's not deal four damage. You can't really actually prevent this. Yeah, in the current oh, game, unpreventable. Because it's not a spell damage. It's not a combat damage. It's just like you have four less life. <laughs> yeah. Do you have zero? You're dead, man. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing you can do is pump your health. Correct. Yeah. 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 But it doesn't kill immortal. So that's uh, yeah, one thing. nothing can kill nothing immortal. Nothing can kill immortal. Mm. I actually didn't know that, but now I know. Cool. It's cool. Uh, oh, sorry. I, I, I do like, yeah, I do. I also like this card. Actually, I, I thought this was a cool card when we were playing our pre-release decks, but I'm also surprised no one ran it. But I, I don't really play water, so that's why I, I didn't. Oh, yeah, it's a house and sealed. Yeah. Cool. But it's like a water card that basically, that essentially does four damage. Like, no other water card does that so far. Yep. Comes in, kills the thing, uh, and then I think this card basically, in most cases, will you know will at least like one for two kind of because of the intercept. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not really one for two, but you 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 put this card in to remove one of their allies, and then you're preventing some amount of damage coming in right with the intercept because mm-hmm. she has no attack uh, stats, but she can at least block for you for a turn. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. What are you running now? Speaking of loyalty, so some that, that fire shit. <laughs> no, I, I I feel like I've uh, well I've been trying to like rotate around a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I think last week I was on Fire Lorraine. I tried like a weird level three Fire Lorraine, did not work. But tried it, so now I know it what doesn't work. Um, I didn't have enough wing cons, but I think was my problem. And of course, all every Fire Merlin's like just laughing my face because they're yeah. like once they hit level three, they keep going up. I'm just like stuck. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, but before that was on water allies, which was really fun actually. I want to hear about this like water phase yeah. that you went through. What happened was basically Hobo showed me one tech and I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. And this is what I want to show you guys like weeks ago was the ability, the, uh, the ability for you to go and like nuke. Um, so as a, as a ally deck, right? The thing that you hate the most is like resolute stand because mm-hmm. it prevents all damage. And I was like, well, how do you like counter Resolute Stand as a water deck? Well, you know, Song of Frost is insanely good yeah. for this, right? Song of Frost is like MVP for every water deck right now. Yeah, but I think a lot of people didn't oh. see how you can banish things on the stack until... until. I never even thought about that. Yeah. You use it offensively. like I, So you you like basically cancel one of your attacks, but then all your, the rest of your attacks are good for that turn. So I send, I send Gildas in. And it's a balanced Gildas, so you're gonna have you're gonna want to uh, probably resolute there because uh-huh. you know that's the biggest damage, right? And then wh- the moment you do that, I baited it out. I saw him frost my Gildas. Doesn't matter. It's unbalanced, but it's one damage anyways. So nuked, right? And then I'm I'm sending my other allies in now. Oh, nice. So you like you bait them to do Correct. the. Uh, yeah. You bait you bait the 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 uh, resolute standout. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's so good. Even better if they do it for free because that still they still have to pay that cost. So even though the resolution oh, does nothing, they, they still don't draw. get a draw. No, and because it's banished on the stack, that card is actually banished. So any card that they could play that has floating would actually go to banishment, not into graveyard. Mm-hmm. Are you sure mm-hmm. they, yes. they still get the draw? Yes, because mm-hmm. don't get the draw because it's part of the activation cost. You have to activate oh. the card. I'm negating the activation, right? Or I'm negating the stack, so the stack gets banished. That's weird. So it doesn't have to resolve for them to to not. You you have to pay for it to even yeah. play. You couldn't pay for it because you paid it by not drawing a card, right? Or promising. Yeah, that's busted. Card. Yeah. Here's so another good. part of this too. Um, ally decks hate what? Like flame sweep, right? Mm. So if they sweep you, you summon frost. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's like the yeah. the use that you would expect. Yeah. But but then that's why like um, Caben was running Glacial Step 
or glacial, okay, glacial guidance uh glacial guide wh yeah. whichever one glacial right guidance. the the one that cancels the ally attack yeah that costs one cheaper. right yeah yeah same same reason that was for rest mm -hmm. of stand or anything really like happens when you attack with the ally and then something happens you want to like cancel it you cancel yeah that. so good you banish the whole stack the other day, I was playing a game against John, yeah. and in response to my attacking, he tried to fracturize my sword yep. to, to prevent me from ascensioning or Ghost of Pendragoning afterwards. And this is just like an ally attack. I wasn't using the sword. Wow. And I, yeah, of course, I Song of Frosted it. And yeah. So he doesn't get the, the floating Man. memory from the fracturize. Like, Eva, just, Eva is like, Eva I, is. I'm improving. Is like, Eva, is, Eva is like, she's like S tier now. It's like a weird catch-all, really like uh, that's really good. Not unconditional counterspell. Mm. Yeah, it's a better counterspell. <laughs> yeah, actually, like it's crazy. It that's is. why you 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 can't play anything during. Like, I was talking to somebody and they're like, "Why would you ever do anything during combat?" I'm like, "Because everything I've ever done in Magic Gathering told me I should do the thing at the last possible mm -hmm. moment, because there's less interactions. Because of this card, all these in combat cards existing in Water in Grand Archive, you actually have to play it in main phase." before yeah, the attack because it's vulnerable to some because everything is vulnerable now yeah, yeah. like the fracturized thing is a very um i think most magic player that's a good like reaction they'll they'll go into attack and then they'll do something like i'll kill your like enchantment mm -hmm. enchantment is like a basically a regalia okay uh and then but in grand archive that is not a good idea <laughs> you'll yeah. get rest card is crazy strong busted yep. that's why i was on uh, water allies actually because i was like oh this is a really cool idea all right so we should we move on to main topics for this week sure Let's do it. All right. So uh, as everyone knows, Alchemical Revolution, what, no S, is, is coming. Sorry, this guy's been I'm calling trying. it, you've been calling it Revolutions for a while. You've been calling the Alchemical Revolutions. <laughs> I'm like, what is this? Just <laughs> know the name of the product. Okay. Sorry, we're, we're just shitting on you because we can. All right. But we're going to talk about the, the, the chaotic nature of, uh, well, actually, we're going to talk about the mechanics first. So, um, I think should we just read off all the mechanics for the viewers? Okay. Sure. The yeah, whole the them. whole Pokemon rap. Uh, yeah, I wish I wrote this into a Pokemon <laughs> rap, but I'll, I'll read them for everybody. Uh, basically, the new mechanics that I could think of, I, I hope I got all of them, are um, Foster, Distant, Ranged, Curse, Obelisk, Gun and Bullets, Brew, Star Calling, Generate, Summon, Memory X Plus. Steadfast, and I think that's all of them. It's quite a bit. Maybe some we, have, we missed, but There's yeah. Or oh, there could be also be more that have not been revealed. This is what all, among all the cards that we've seen so far. Yeah. Yeah. Renewable. You yeah. That? Did you get that? Renewable? No. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah. So the Lots set is just like upping up the the keyboard count like crazy. Yeah. We we talked about this a little bit last last um, podcast about like you know complexity, but I think it's um, I you know. As we mentioned there too, like I think part of this is laying down a foundation for the game. So we kind of need a lot of them now for the first couple sets, just so that everyone has a, you know, good starting point. Plus you don't want to like actually take 30 years to get here. So you want to mm -hmm. speed through some of that, you know, those kind of things that other card games already have for the first couple sets. I think we'll settle around like maybe year two, year three on the amount of like keywords. So it is a lot, but you know, it's okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, I liked how the devs on during their holiday stream basically confirmed what we were talking about last episode mm. um, when we were discussing how there probably is a bunch of mechanics this set just because it's it completes all the champion classes yeah. and mm. after this it'll slow down slow with down like a yeah. Bit. Yeah. Oh that's right, they did mention it. They did, yeah. I actually missed it. Thank you for reminding me. That's awesome. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. It's awesome that we are we're thinking the same way. <laughs> we're, we're kind of smart. <laughs> Whoa! Uh, maybe, maybe. Speak for yourself. <laughs> I'm kind of uh, smart. <laughs> Yo, are these your uh, Black Friday oh. pants? Oh, they are. You just just noticed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which, are, which pants are these? These these are the Segoi. The Segoi <laughs> pants. Anyway, this, this is, is a, this is a huge digression. Sorry, I looked this direction. And I was like, hey, <laughs> pants. Pants. Um, <laughs> yeah, we should probably talk about some of these mechanics. Uh, okay. Fine. Um, and I think like. It's probably beyond the scope of this podcast to get into the nitty gritty of every single mechanic. There's like a ton of other great podcasts out there, like Lineage Break, um, Main Deck Dance podcast, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that'll like talk, tell you all about these uh, really cool mechanics. Um, we're here to rant. <laughs> yeah. 
And uh, the thing, first thing I want to rant about is tokens. This, this is this is talk GA, not angry, not, not GA. shout GA. Shout GA, <laughs> shout at your shout tokens. at your grand archive. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. But um, so apparently tokens are going to be a big thing in mm-hmm. uh, ALC. Yeah, and um, token chaos. I don't know if I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, as you know, you know, even in Magic. For all my commander decks, I try to play non-token decks because yeah. I just like don't like carrying so many extra cards with me. And then once you start laying down a lot of tokens, like you know, in some commander games, people feel like oh, I'm gonna make 20 squirrels, mm-hmm. and now you, so like they have to either put like 20 pieces of cardboard on the table, mm-hmm. or they put like one and then like some like represent it with dice or something yeah. like that. And then when you have like to like decide who to attack, yeah. you have to like split it up. Oh yeah. So then you're like, okay, well then I'm gonna remove some dice and then say. 10 of these are attacking you, and two of them are going here, six of them are going here. Um, it gets a little bit overwhelming. Aren't you but, glad Grand Archive doesn't have summoning sickness? You know how you have that two piles? These are the new scrolls. These are the old scrolls. The new scrolls and the old scrolls, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so there's that. But uh, in its place, Grand Archive has like a bajillion different types of tokens. Yeah. Um, so it's like, it's like tokens, but on steroids, because we got tokens and tokens that make tokens. Mm-hmm. We got token domains, token allies, token weapons. Um, Are the curses tokens too? No. No, and they're cards. Yeah, that, this is also very confusing <laughs> um, because uh, we have new the two, uh, two of the new mechanics, uh, summon and generate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so in the former case with summon, so these tokens are like the ones, for example, that are made by Tenoris level three. Yeah. So like at, when he's level three, every turn he gets to make one of uh, three different kinds of token right. domains. Um, and these, uh, what are they called again? Uh, the, uh, obelisks. The obelisks. Yep. Yeah. The obelisks. Tormentor? Obelisks the Tormentor, yes. But he makes like basically these factories that could make additional tokens two of them do that so uh the obelisk of armaments and the uh, obelisk of fabrication fabrication uh, armaments makes swords yes and fabrications makes allies mm-hmm. and then the other one is a defensive obelisk yeah that's the obelisk of um, protection protection that's right um so we have those domains which are uh, tokens. tokens and i guess guardian cares about domains yeah um so that also led to a recent phenomenon with the GA finance <laughs> uh, situation. Oh, right of realm stonks. Yeah, right of realm. It's like now fifteen dollars because fifteen dollars. Yeah, <laughs> dude, this card was two dollars. Yeah, it was Nobody like a, it was it. like under a dollar at one point. All right, hold on, guys. I, I gotta do something real quick. Uh, yeah. Sell everything. Uh, <laughs> uh, dump, dump, dump. Yeah. Uh, do you want to read what Red of Realm does for people who are... Uh, Red of Realm, it, it cares about domains, right? So a lot of the, the domains, they have an upkeep cost, which is like a downside to the domain. And if you have Red of Realm, uh, and then you play your domain, you can get rid of the Red of Realm, draw a card, and then it also gets rid of the upkeep ability on the domain. Um, so it's, it's it like enables a lot of the domain strategies, I think. This card it also has draw floating memory. Yeah, it doesn't draw a card, it has floating. Oh, I get that wrong, sorry, my bad. It's okay. No, but it has floating memory. It has floating it's, memory. It's pretty cool. You sacrifice this thing, and then that thing loses upkeep ability. Yeah. How do we mark that? We're gonna have to mark it somehow too, with another token. Uh, people maybe like, I don't know, you put the right, tuck the right around. No, but that's a floating memory. Know, you actually you have to throw it in the mm. graveyard. Memory issues. You gotta <laughs> like put a, Maybe put, we'll a, put a counter on it or something. Put a, put a, uh, a, a right of realm token. Domain. token. Token. Another token. That's right. You're going to generate to- a token, a token for your token. Oh, actually, do we summon or generate this one? Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> I hate this. Generate. <laughs> um, okay. I think you would summon because tokens are summoned and cards are generated. Uh, let's let's first, if, I don't know what, <laughs> I honestly, I, no. I do not know what summon Let me explain this. Okay. 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 Back Somebody. on subject. Okay. All right, Somebody so Tenoris summons tokens. Okay. And mm-hmm. these tokens are like not actual cards. You could use other things to represent them. So mm-hmm. you can like scribble something on a piece of paper and that's a that's a token. Okay. Um, did the Weeps team say this? Um, I feel like somebody official did say this, okay. yes. Like uh, you, you can use anything to represent a token. That's okay. what I heard, yeah. yes. But uh, the tokens have uh, reserve costs on them, which is another somewhat unusual thing, usually not on tokens. And they, it's not like they can go into your hand, you can replay them. They, they go poof, they go in your hand. Um, but the reserve cost is just like for other cards that may refer to the cost uh, of 
uh, token that's uh, that's already in play. Mm -hmm. um, they may have something meaningful for that. Like Spurn to Ash? Uh, yeah, like Spurn, Spurn to Ash. Ash. Uh, I think there's some cards that also care about the reserve cost of tokens that you sacrifice. But before we go too far on that, I still need to answer on summon versus generator. Yeah, so what I was getting <laughs> to is, yeah, token, if you, if you balance it, or it changes zone in any way, it goes away. Yeah. But uh, with generated cards, that's not the case. When you generate a card, mm -hmm. you take an actual card that you own from outside the game. Mm -hmm. So like in you in it's not really in your sideboard. It's like in a another, wish board? a wish board or another deck. A generate board. A generate board, <laughs> sure. And then you just take it and you put it in. Okay. Um, Is there a limit to this generate board? No, there's not. Uh, it needs. It could be infinite. Um, which is, I think, it gets to one of the potential issues with this mechanic because generate implies you can make an unlimited number of these, but mm -hmm. you can't have an unlimited number of a physical card. Mm -hmm. um, so what happens when you run out? Fail, um, fi fail, fail to find, find, I guess. Yeah. You, you would have to fail to find um, in order for this mechanic to even work. But like, practically speaking, how many should I bring with me when I go to an event? Like, mm -hmm. let's say the game goes like, you know, turn 30 and I want to keep generating oh. uh, cards, but I actually don't have enough. So I have to keep failing to find. So you're saying because this card you actually have to own, I can't take one of these these cards. Uh, yeah, and write placeholder there. cards. No, you can't. No, you have to that actually changes. own the card. Because otherwise I would just have all this. Oh, man. Like wild card cards? Yeah, like wild card write whatever I need in that moment to oh, generate. Okay. I can't generate it. I can summon one of this. I cannot generate yeah, one. Yeah, so you can summon okay. tokens. Okay. And okay. tokens, you can use anything to represent. But yeah. when you generate a card, you have to actually own the card. Yeah. It has to come out from your deck box. And then you put it in play. And if it gets bounced or changes zones or goes to the graveyard, gets banished, it, it stays there as an actual card. Mm -hmm. Got it. Um, so I, I do think um, it's somewhat confusing confusing distinction yeah um but uh i mean i guess we're gonna have to get used to it because it's gonna be a big part of the game yeah well i think the devs are aware of how problematic it can be which is why they emphasize that generate <laughs> only applies to one card right now creeping torment uh, that's the only use case for that yeah. mechanic and how many could you possibly have really in the course of the game yeah i guess yeah. so but yeah i think they're gonna be very hesitant mm. to add more but um like, I, I honestly feel like having both summon and generate isn't the worst. Like, especially because there's not many uses case, use cases for generate right now. Mm. But I think my my issue with it is like the semantics it makes it confusing just because the words sound so similar. Yeah. Or... And they mean different things in different games. Plus, mm. like, summon in Yu Gi Oh! just means like play my, 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 my okay. monster. Yeah. 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 Like... Actually, well, in Yu Gi Oh! I think they have something called special summon, which is kind of like generate. Because you can't oh normally play that card, but if you special summon, then you get it from another deck that oh, is your wish okay. board. And yeah. this is like the special monster you can never normally play. It wouldn't be in your hand, you wouldn't draw, nothing like that. But like, cool. imagine you go to an event, you could potentially, like theoretically have uh, five different decks in your deck box. Mm. You can have your material deck, your main deck, your sideboard, your uh, token pile, stack, stack mm. and your generate board. Like that's, that's I mean probably it's not gonna be like that. We're gonna need in a bigger practice. deck box, guys. Yeah. Merlin deck boxes, stonks. Yeah, maybe, maybe the the new VIP package they need to make like the five slot I, deck I still, box. Like I still can't get over the fact that Rider Realm is fifteen dollars, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, tokens. Get used to them. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You have yeah. an opinion about tokens, don't you? Yeah. It's it. You know, it's not. I'll, I'll, I'll get used to it. Um, I'm, I'm just ranting for the sake of ranting, to be honest. Uh, it, but it is a pretty interesting uh, approach to doing tokens in a card game. Oh, and then this came up earlier when we were we were discussing what should we talk about on the podcast? Mm -hmm. uh, the herb. Oh, bingo, more tokens for bingo you. Bingo card. How do you think about what? So, so now that you've ranted about tokens oh. enough, what do you think about the the bingo card for the herbs? Okay, I, 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 I hate this. <laughs> um, wow, this guy's so this is, yeah, this is so a, opinionated. Okay, so Arasana, Arasana makes herbs, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. And herbs are tokens. Correct. All right, but in the starter deck, mm -hmm. apparently it comes with like a little bingo card, a folding bingo card that has like slots that you could uh, t like check off. When put a D6. Put a D6 on yeah. when you have that. Mm -hmm. 
I think it's a good token. idea for new players. It's, yeah, it's a kind of a nice compact way of tracking them all. Yeah. Except like, oh, I'm going to fracturize that particular herb okay. or something like that. Mm. And now how you how are you going to represent it? You're like, you can't like say, oh, this slot on my bingo card is now uh, like a fractal or something like that. I just think it's not the at the highest levels of play, they probably couldn't use something like that. Mm. But it, it's probably fine for casual play. Yeah. Wait, so you can factorize an herb technically. Well, you probably wouldn't want to because they would just sacrifice the herb right away. Yeah. But theoretically, factorize hits all items, right? Yeah, like, well, if they fractorize my herb, I'd probably just let them do it. Yeah. Because I'm like, oh, oh sweet, I get a fractal. I get a fractal. That's true. Yeah. Wait, but so if you were to fractorize an herb and they have multiple of that herb, would it fractorize just one or all of it? Well, because it's the bingo card raises exactly this problem, right? Because you think that because it's like part of one sheet of paper, like, oh, maybe it fracturizes all yeah. of them. But mm. no, it's only the bingo card is representing a collection of different tokens. So you're only fracturizing one token, okay. but it's hard to okay. represent that on a bingo card. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You have to like tick down the dice, then grab like another piece of paper, right? Yeah. What the herb was and then like flip it over because now it's a fractal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what okay. I, I think people are not gonna fracturize, but yeah, yeah there's there's, there's cases where this could be a problem though. Yeah. Yeah. Any other um, rants about tokens? <laughs> no, I'm done. You're done. I'm done. <laughs> um, Why does it say fate zero on our oh uh, list of topics? I, what? <laughs> oh, I wrote this down because Sean was like Tenoris looks hot on the oh. CSR. Oh, dude, uh, the second Tenoris level three looks uh -huh. a freaking amazing. Um, mm. I was like uh, Tenoris champions. Um, no, Creation's Will. Creation's Will. will. Creation's will. will. Okay. Oh, that's nice. Creation's Will is like so epic. He's standing there surrounded by the, the, his generated swords. Mm -hmm. Or sorry, his summoned swords. Um, he's just looking <laughs> so majestic. Um, and then I think you were like, oh, this is like Gilgamesh with the Gates of Babylon. That's and right. I'm like, oh yeah, your power level is going up with your anime knowledge there. That's right. Look, look at the gold. <laughs> I'm just indexing on the fact that the card is gold. The signature is gold. Neos as an element is gold. His armor yeah. is mostly gold. Yeah, his armor armors. looks a lot like Yogamesh. Yeah, it reminds me, like the moment you, you said, and I saw the swords there, I was like, this this reminds me of Gilgamesh from Fate Zero. So I wrote Fate Zero down. Nice. Okay. Loop it all back. <laughs> See, there's some things that- Tenorius you know, is dead. There's some, there's some things that, you know, Fomi likes about tokens. <laughs> you generate yeah. those swords. Yeah, I, uh, like no, I, yeah. Oh, sorry. Swords. What I like about tokens summon, is summon, summon. because I could use anything to represent them. I could like make proxies that are actually like the swords from Fate Zero. Mm, oh, cool. I can like, oh, I, I summon Excalibur. <laughs> like, guys, guys, the, guys, the, guys, what are we doing right. here? We're going to be the toy company that makes tokens for Grand Archive. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. mean, I'm probably going to actually do Let's it. Let's do it. Yeah. That sounds so cool. Yeah, when we were playing, uh, was it Flesh and Blood? You made me some proxies mm -hmm. of... Like he added some characters from Genshin Impact that I like. You played <laughs> Flesh and Blood? Yeah. Yeah, I made a Genshin Impact proxy. Yeah, it was like Ganyu and, and then her signature weapon. I feel like I'm entering into Weebdom and you're entering into like whatever this is, like this this competitive cardboard no, no, genre no, no, thing. No, no, no. You played Fab. Not... Fab is a hard game. Yeah, it's hard. That's why I didn't keep playing it. <laughs> it didn't really resonate with us. Mm, okay. So can I can I change to a, a lighter topic about mechanics that I like? Yeah, what, what do you like? <laughs> I love I love the fact that um, champion bonus is now in this game. Mm. Uh, I'll I so <laughs> I may be one of the last few people that still listen to um, Mark Rosewater's podcast on designing uh, magic. I really I, I don't not particularly um, interested in his voice, but I do like what <laughs> he says on the podcast. Um, it gives me a lot of good ideas about design that I never think think about or consider. Like how much work it goes into a card game. Like what we see is the end result, but there's like about 95% of things that we don't see at all. Um, one of the things that he's talked about there was how do you make really powerful cards, but don't make it so that they break the game, right? One of the ways you can do it is by like locking it down to a certain like color. So in Magic, there's color, like elements, right? Like if I, like this is why probably Avarice was allowed to come out as a card because it was locked down to one color, a crux card. Mm. Of course, adding more and more characters that can leverage crux like Merlin made it worse and worse. That's why at some point they just had to say, hey, this is not cool, right? Because it was everybody was using this thing. So imagine like there was an avarice, but it was like norm. That'd be terrible. 
mm. right? So you can, and, and but players want powerful cards, right? You want to have the class fantasy of like, I'm this character, I get to end level and I could do like 50 damage. It's like something really cool about it, right? There's like the Aaron Dyke kind of feel when you pull out like a gigantic sword, whatever. So a really good design balance is to have the ability to print cards that are more powerful than normal, but limit them in such a way that it makes it so that only certain I don't know, classes or colors or elements can use them. And this is why I personally like champion bonus because it opens up now a new design space where they can print cards that are like, you read them and you're like, wow, this is really good. But, oh, it's only one character that can use this. And it's not like locked to a color because like for, I think the, the card I'll use, it, I'll talk about is like uh, Vanitas' card, Dominating Strike, uh -huh. right? So Dominating Strike is a uh, win card that says, for uh, three reserve costs, you can do uh, four damage. Um, and it has Vanita's bonus. You may reveal three wind element cards from your memory rather than pay this card's reserve cost. That's insanely good because, you know, mm -hmm. you basically don't pay anything for this card. Uh, and weapons can't be, oh, so weapons can't be used. It's really focused on, you know, this character, Vanitas, which is your like battle monk. Cleric punch. The, yeah, yeah. He's like the, what's, what do we say before? It's like a monk character? Like yeah. a yeah the cleric seems to be in the monk class the monk class exactly yeah but it's 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 a powerful effect that's only reserved for this one class uh champion and if it becomes you know too out of hand like not every wind deck can use this card in fact most wind decks probably won't use this card so i think that's actually really cool because it has it opens up design space for potential there mm -hmm. anything any other mechanics we want to highlight for this section actually i want to go back to uh, the generate discussion one more sure. time. Oh, okay. <laughs> almost done. Almost done. This, so this is this is I'm not this is not mad. Okay. okay this is actually I'm really excited about this. Okay. Cool. So I think curses are super sweet. Okay. Oh. Um, because this is the first time we have cards that interact with a champion lineage. Mm -hmm. So the way this works is, um, you tuck the curse like into their lineage, and now like it just is part of their lineage forever. Mm -hmm. So like there are like certain actions that after they resolve, they they don't go into your graveyard. They actually go like under your opponent's champion. Mm -hmm. um, so that means like, and this is what I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a prediction here. Yeah. I think that they're gonna make one that affects the levels of your opponent's champion. Oh, I hope so. Yeah. Hope <laughs> so. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Cause I, I, I am so done with Merlin. I'm like, just, yeah. like <laughs> you know. Outscaling uh, forever. Yeah. So like one that would scale you back. Like if I curse you, you, you let's say lose two levels. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I think, so that would be sweet. Although it would probably make Sylvie even worse, unfortunately. Oh no! Because uh, like, like you can never get pride on anything anymore. Can it have uh, like the opposite of a uh, champion bonus? Yeah. Like does not work on yeah, Sylvie yeah, or yeah. Alan? Yeah. <laughs> Merlin only. Yeah. Or like your opponent champion bonus. Opponent's champion bonus. Like if they're a mage, they get minus three level. I like this. I like, like this. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. I'm down. Yeah. That'd be pretty sweet. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But um, I look. I'm looking forward to see what other curses they're gonna be. Hmm. Yeah. Me too. Mm -hmm. um, do you have any ideas like what you're gonna? Oh, I already got no. I guess. Okay. I'll ask this way. You have to choose one of the new heroes in ALC set three. Which one <laughs> would you choose? Well, you know us so well. You know that we're neither of us are switching. Like, Foxander, <laughs> Water Lorraine. We're done. There's no conversation here. Choose one from ALC. No. No champion from DOA or FTC. I'm gonna play Tenoris with no domains or tokens. Ooh, Wait, smash, <laughs> smash only. <laughs> like ag aggro, aggro Tenoris. Great sword only. Yeah. What what element? Fire. Uh, fire aggro Tenoris. <laughs> okay. She sounds like a pretty good deck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what, are you gonna build any of these new ones, Eva? I don't know if I'll build it. Okay, so I've been thinking. Of, I really want to play Dahlia. Mm -hmm. She's my girl. She's yeah. beautiful. But I've been thinking, is she worth playing without the class bonus? Um, mm. So if I had to switch to an ALC champion, maybe I would do Diana to be a ranger <laughs> just to get the yeah, class the bonus on for Dahlia. The, to get be able to play Continue. Dahlia. Uh, Continue well, be. Right, so uh, let me read it. Okay, class bonus. On attack, look at the top card of your deck. If it's a water element card, you may put it into your graveyard. And then, not class bonus, Dahlia has ranged X, where X is the amount of water element cards in your graveyard. Mm -hmm. uh, meaning, her if she's distant, her attacks get plus X power of the amount of cards, that, uh, water cards in your graveyard. Yep. 
until the end of turn when she'll become not distant anymore. Yeah, not, yeah, not distant. Mm -hmm. Is she okay? What do you guys think? Is she playable without the class bonus? You still need some way to get distant. Yeah. Somehow, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, this is like a, out of nowhere huge attack for water potentially, mm -hmm. erudite on a on a body. Yep. <laughs> okay, but if the opponent plays nullifying lantern, yeah, aren't you just fucked? Like water has no way currently of getting rid of nullifying lantern. Yeah. You fracturize it; it's still <laughs> so it's still on the board. Them. Yeah, it's worse. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you, you you're screwed. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, but I mean they haven't really revealed all the cards from this set yet, yeah. so maybe something's still coming. This is where it gets tricky, right? We, you know, I I I, I want to say they have to give water an answer, but I'm actually kind of curious. Do you think every color? Should have an answer to everything. No, That's interesting. It should not. Absolutely, wow. Really? It not. Really? It's firm. Yeah, it's, no. this is just like magic. Water is not supposed. Once something's down, water is not able to deal with it. You have to preemptively prevent them from being able to play it. Whereas, Fresh, right? you can't prevent a nullifying lantern from hitting the board. No. Oh, you're right. Because um, the problem with with that, yeah, materialization phase is a special phase in. Um, That's right. Archive, uh, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I personally think that it, it adds to the richness and the color diversity to, to, to not, for some colors, not just not be able to deal with certain things. Yeah. It's, yeah. Not be able to deal with, okay. Yeah. And that card is just honestly a straight counter for Dahlia, so. Yeah. I guess nullifying lanterns back in main deck again, guys. Right? Because you got water and fire now that's a good target for. Mm hmm since I think we started talking about cards, should we just dive in more on other ALC cards? Yeah. Um, let's, let's talk about specific cards and then we catch your eye. Okay. So I was mentioning this earlier too with the, when we were talking about like um, destroying. So I'll, I'll talk about Meltdown. 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 With respect to Power Creep. Mm. Oh, is this just like the strictly better, um, stri uh, whatchamacallit? Spur Dash. Spur Dash, that's right. Yeah, I, I don't think it, it's... It's not strictly better because on the face of this card, it does cost one more this burn. Uh, I'll read Meltdown to everybody. Uh, so Meltdown is a, a four cost fire card, action, cleric spell, level two plus. This card costs one less to activate. So if you're two or higher, it's three. Um, destroy target domain, item, or weapon. And it's a slow speed um, spell. Yeah. So Spurn to Ash, for comparison, is a three cost um, mage spell action destroy target regalia with memory cost one or less slow speed as well so of course like it's different cost is of course number one higher number two it's both more and less uh spurn destroys target regalia which could actually hit a lot more things mm. whereas meltdown hits only domain item or weapon which you know two of those things are mostly regalias mm. and spurn of course has a downside of it's one or less so while that does hit quite a bit of regalia, um, it doesn't hit everything. Like, you know, a prismatic cannot be killed by a spurn ash. Whereas a meltdown, yes, you can melt down somebody's uh, prismatic um, blade edge. Yeah, mm -hmm. and domains are gonna be a, a presumably a really big part of yep. the new meta since that's Tenors' main thing. Yeah, I may just run it in every fire deck just as a safety yeah. precaution against, because it's a good general removal for non-allies, which normally you wouldn't have ability to deal deal with as fire yeah more main deck main more main deck deckable, deckable which is why i i see it as power creep because if i main deck meltdown i'm probably not going to run spurn as well yeah. which it's effectively this card has in most of my decks uh like you know power crept the other one out in effect yeah yeah but maybe it's not as good in aggro because first you have to pay four, four. more yeah and then it has a level two bonus and then aggro. Sometimes, oftentimes you don't even ever, you never get to level two. Correct, yeah. Um, what else do you have in mind? You fire players have so many tools. You want to talk about Torrential Blast? Yeah, <laughs> speaking of. <laughs> water Blast. Water Blast. Yeah, water, water gets it's, it's a cool. fireball. Yay. Yeah. I'll, I'll read it. Thank you. Yep. Uh, Torrential Blast is a three cost um, water uh, action cleric spell that has class bonus. Put the top two cards of your deck into your graveyard. Then non-class non -class bonus. Deal an amount of damage to up to one target ally 
equal to the amount of water element cards in your graveyard fast speed yeah so you can hit i mean water already what mills into self mill into graveyard so you can hit for a lot of damage with this card yeah nullify only allies yeah yeah true. allies only though but it does i mean I think traditionally water didn't have a way to deal with deer easily. This is an easy I way to deal with deer. Still right? don't. I, oh, it, you put ten cards in. Just a wall. Just, you blast them. I mean, I mean, as of FTC. Yeah, yeah. But this is why I'm looking forward to yeah. stuff like this and Dahlia. Yeah, it is a good way of dealing with deer. Yeah. It almost it almost feels very unwater to be able to do direct damage to thing things. It's just, it kind of goes into my feeling that the. The element pie is starting to bleed into each other a lot. Yeah. The pie. Yeah, it's like you know, it's like a pie graph, and you know, each of each of the colors or elements are supposed to be good mm. at certain things and not good at other things. Sure, but how can how can we how can water win any games if we can't do damage? How but am I supposed to get over a majestic spirit or a crawl or a yeah. big blue slime with the ocean's slime. blessing on it? Like just erendite them. Like <laughs> just erendite. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah you got a point. They eat my floating. What the yeah. fuck am I supposed to you just, do? You just rest them and then you tag. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But you still do half damage. Right? Oh, like, it's, yeah. it's the worst, yeah. I, I think it's fine. Um, honestly, giving water tools like this for allies. And it's very specific. This is not against yeah, unit. Yeah, if it were to face, it would, it would be a, he, a really bad color break. In my yes. Name, in my <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's it, it's a good card. Yeah. Okay, I, I want to ask you a question. Uh-huh. Is it possible for a water deck to win with water cards only? Water deck to win with water cards only. No norm or advanced element. So no Gildas. Exactly. No Gildas, no Lurking Assailant, no Banner Knight, which are like the key cards that the current hottest water deck is running right now. No Crux. Like, is that even water. possible? It would just be like going off the backs of Frostborn. Frostborn. Yeah, Frostborn. it's basically just like my deck, except I do run some oh. norm. Like if you... If, like if you look at Ver's deck, mm -hmm. the deck that he won FTC NorCal Regionals with, his entire main deck is all fire cards, 100%. So, you know, it's possible to win a Regionals with a pure fire deck. Mm -hmm. Can you do it with water? It's That's why it's like, I, I feel like we need these kinds of tools that mm -hmm. can do big damage. Because mm -hmm. right now yeah. people, we're relying on like norm cards it's to do okay it, crux cards. For some elements to be support elements. But how <laughs> win game if no damage yeah i think i think the support argument is only valid if you could run like multiple elements fairly easily it's not that easy to do it at least not right now right mm. and i think i think another way to think about too is like you know how like fire decks usually they would just play their hand they don't really care because mm. they have no interactions for what you're about to do Whereas water is like, aha, you played your second creative shock. Guess what? You're not playing that card. That's fine. <laughs> right? Things like this doesn't exist in fire. So their their strength is also their weakness. Okay, but fire is going to a negate next set. Okay. Yeah, but it's... Um, you want to talk about that card? Yeah. Tether Spe and Flames? Speaking of <laughs> element <laughs> yeah. breaks. I, I don't... I don't like... Well, I don't... I like this card. I don't like it. The fact that it's in fire. I agree. Yeah. Uh, tether and Flames. Reserve cost three. Fire card. Fast speed. Action cleric spell. All, the, all these are cleric spells that we've been talking about all night. Yeah, um, what can cleric do? Yeah, cleric can do everything. Class bonus. This card costs two less to activate. So if you're a cleric, this costs one. Costs one cost to negate? One. Ugh, disgusting. Yeah. Uh, negate target card activation unless its controller has tether and flames deal one plus level unpreventable damage to their champion. So, yeah. Imagine this card was on mage. <laughs> Yeah, that would be like a Merlin's. Like, oh, you wanna you wanna take a fireball? You wanna take a, a fireball? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, man, it's to, to to be fair, Merlin can still do that. Sorry, I they just can't do it for one. They would just pay three for it. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. whatever. <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh, you're gonna kind of this this fireball. Nice, I have another one. Take, a, take this other fireball. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, but is this card any good? Uh. Didn't I just tell you why it's good? I just and, said it. I, well, you said it would be good in Mage. It would be good in the Fireball Merlin, yeah, for sure. Yeah, but it's it's. Yeah, you so, got to get your level way high, high yeah, up. For yeah, sure. yeah, maybe that would be the only deck. It's it's really hard to say because traditionally these types of cards that give your opponent a choice, yeah, like the heuristic is that they're always bad. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, we'll just have to see how it plays. Yeah, I I, I agree with you because most of the time if you're not doing enough damage to be effective 
they're going to take the damage and you're down one card. So if we think about every single thing in uh, Grand Archive as a resource, your life is also a resource. So I'm paying, let's say, three life. You lose one card. That's pretty good. If there's a card that if there's ability that I can always activate where I lose three, three life and you lose a card, I'll do it almost any time, <laughs> right? So in that case, this is a bad card. But in the infinite scaling Merlin, you know, hungry, hungry Merlin eating all your levels, this is a terrible card to see because it's, you know, like I said, right? Like you're going to take this fireball or this fireball. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the illusion of free choice. Correct. I mean, I actually, if it's, if they're going to spend, if they hold up three to counter my thing, and then I'm just going to let them counter me. The other part of this is unpreventable. So fireballs oh. are preventable. This is not preventable. Jeez. If you try to breeze this, you cannot. Gross. So you don't want to. Oh, yeah. I didn't even notice that. Yeah. Yucky. It could be a really good, yeah. Yucky. Yeah. So you don't want to deal with this. Disgusting. Yeah. Any other cards we want to talk about? I mean, let's talk about the big one. Academy Guide. Yeah, I mentioned Academy that. Guide. Let's go. That card is sick. Uh, I mean, Academy Guide reduces the cost of leveling up by one for yes. each Academy Guide. And they stack, too. Yeah. I'll read it. I'll read it for everyone. Uh, Academy Guide. Three. Ally. Cleric. Gosh, Cleric again. Cleric. Animal. 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 Oh, it's a cat Sylvie. girl. It's a cat girl. It's a cat, cat girl. girl. Oh, but Sylvie's going to get extra value on this. Cleric. Animal. Human. Uh, champion cards you materialize cost one less to materialize. Uh, stats are one, three. One attack, three defense. Norm element. So everybody can play this card. Yeah. What's better, this or DG? DG. Ooh, okay. Tempo. Please. Yeah, Tell. tempo or value. You can play this academy guide and then she dies before you get to your next materialization step and then you get right. no value out of her. But if you play it in... Like Tenoris is like the best example because as soon as he gets that comes down, this is not dying. Taunt. Because he's taunt. Okay, but if you cleave, yeah, 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 yeah you get a point yeah. there. Right, so you get it. Like if you have the ways of defending Academy Guide, it just accrues value over and over. It's it is a must kill, right? Mm-hmm. If you don't deal with Academy Guide, your opponent just runs away with the game. Yeah. Um, I think with, I think what I want to do is just like when I get to level three with, uh, Fog Xander. And just have multiple academy guys, and then for the rest of the game, just defend them. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I can I can innervate agility yep. to level myself back down yep. and protect the academy guys right. with one card. The and then food. next level, and then the next turn, because it reduced the cost. If I have three down, it's free to go back up. Oh so I just loop this over and over again if I have three academy guys. Actually, I just have, I have a crazy idea for you. Yeah. What? <clears throat> You, you have to run, uh, if you're gonna run Innovate Agility in your wind anyways, run, uh, oh gosh, what's that card? The Siege? Yes. Yeah, Holy I mean, crap, so that insane. was thinking if, I mean, it's Prismatic Fog, right? Mm-hmm. So do I wanna add more wind cards to it? So is it, is it gonna be a balance of wind and water or is it mostly water splash wind for just the additional agilities, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Innervates? Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard to say. It, it, I'm, I'm gonna work, work on this brew for a little bit. What if you also, you have a 50-50, right? Um, you run, you run two spirits in the main deck, and oh my then God. like this is like huh? crazy, right? So think about it this way, right? <laughs> you're like you, you see the matchup, and you're like, okay, I think I want to go win this turn. You you pull out your draw six spirit, but now you're looking at twelve cards to get all the win cards only. So you literally duck tuck is all this the, the water. Serene? Yeah, it may be, it, and you serene he, water. Yeah. Some some cases you serene win some cases, and you could go one or oh the other God. way, looking at twelve cards. I know it's you're down one card, but hey, maybe it's like. Okay, I don't know. Just, we're brewing. We're brewing. I think Academy Guide is like the, the hot. It's gonna be the hot card because okay. it's huh. playable in everything. It's it's norm. It has doesn't have the class bonus. It's yeah. But Eva, you were saying Dungeon Guide, so you're on the dun- Dungeon Guide side. Would you ever Dungeon Guide level one though? Two level one? No. <laughs> right. They're, they're good in different situations. Yeah. I think the the way I would play Academy Guide is I would use it to level one. Oh, okay. I wouldn't. It's not. It's not really that great for level three leveling up, like like what you're saying. But the way I kind of sometimes think about it is of um, if it takes my opponent a card or two cards to kill one of my card, like intercepts good, taunts are good. So this is a taunt, even though it doesn't say taunt on it. Yeah, it basically yeah, says taunt on it. Pretty much. But, but speaking of leveling up, um, I think uh, we should talk about the new Divine Relic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Leveling up. 
right. What's that called? The temporal spectrometer. Yeah. It's a zero memory cost regalia. So divine relics. So you can only have one of these. Uh, one divine relic. You can't have a GCR. You can't have a Quicksilver Grail if you're going to play this. Um, but it has tap to put a time counter on it. And then while paying for a memory cost, you may sacrifice temporal spectrometer to pay for X of that cost, where X is the amount of time counters on temporal spectrometer. Mm -hmm. So, man, like, if you've had this out for three turns, uh, then you're going to get a, a free level three. I'm no. going to play this in Fox Andrew. No, 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 no. Uh, memory cost. Yeah. yeah, memory cost memory is cost, for not materialization. Semantics. Sorry, I didn't. I did not realize. Yeah, I, I think you. I think you didn't realize how good this card is because yeah, I, when I first read it, I thought it was reserve cost too. But this is this is free levels. <laughs> oh, well, it's free levels for everything. Yeah. So this is going straight into fog, but is it better than GCR? So I remember on the dev stream, this is the the important note I I made was was um, uh, design of every card in the material deck is that the upper cap is drawing card so the best material card should equate to about drawing one card oh okay um so you know that that's really interesting now that i realize it's not a uh, reserve cost i think this card is both better and worse mm -hmm. at the same time the reason i say that is because i think of the card like there's an upper cap to this card now mm -hmm. there's not that many cards that have like a really high memory cost so you really don't want this thing out there for like five turns and not be able to use it so let's say you're you want to level up to xander three because you only have the counters for it but mm -hmm. you're still level one you have to like get to two first and you don't really want to pay two when you already have three counters on it you really want to use it for three so it's a little bit tricky there um very situational yeah but it, it is better because like you said like you can materialize for free so you're not like uh, losing any cards in that sense it's not draw a card this card says draw a card every turn <laughs> yeah. because every time you put a time counter on it mm. you you prevent yourself from losing a card which is equivalent to drawing a card yeah, so you can cash it in for a lot of value um if you can get to that if point. you can get to the point yeah. i think you're implying that this is the first divine relic that's like susceptible to removal before you get to cash Pretty it in. Pretty much, yeah. There's a yeah. lot of interaction. Like, if someone Zephyrs it even, you lose all the time counters, don't Yo, you? Oh, God. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> awful. Um, but, yeah, if someone, like, Acolytes it. Um, mm -hmm. Meltdown. Yeah, Acolyte. Meltdown. Fractorize. Um, all the things. Yeah. So, right. like, because you, like, you have cost. to, you can only use it during your materialization step. So it's not mm -hmm. like, oh, you try to destroy this. Well, I, I use it in response. Mm -hmm. You just lose it and all the, all that's the value right, that comes right, with it. That's right, that's Whereas right. GCR, like, yeah, I'll pop it in response. And Quicksilver is like, yeah, I'll just get my other thing from it. Mm. Yeah. It's a risk. Yeah. It's the most vulnerable to removal divine relic. Right. But it has a very high ceiling because you could potentially cash it in for three cards worth of value if you're going level three. Which makes it so that this card actually has a really unique timing. Yeah. Like, you wouldn't want to turn one this card. Like, because you're just going to get, like, a, a one relic. Which could be fine. I guess you could, like, use this, get a scepter. Not bad. It's relatively safe that way. But at the same time, it's also, like, also not great. Because you want to do the, the three. Because, like, okay. If you get this thing out, you tap it once, it, it's draw a card. It's a GCR. You really didn't get anything. I would say it's effectively also worse than GCR because GCR allows you to see one more card. This doesn't do that for you. Um, it has more risk too. But the moment you can do it twice, now it's better than GCR because it's like having two floating memory that people couldn't interact with, right? And now you can do something crazy. But what two costs could you pull out at let's say level one? That's good. It's There's nothing like that right now, right? Most, most relics are... Um, one regalias are one can i tap this 12 times to cast a deer <laughs> oh man that would be funny so so the, the unique timing of this is really weird because if you do it too early or sorry you you have to actually have to do it really early you do have to plan for your xander because you need three turns in between yeah but if you do it too early that gives the your opponent three turns to go deal with it before it becomes actually yeah. the free materialize yeah it's kind of weird it's really i don't know how to judge this card right now but i think it's really weird I think that alone makes it bad. I think it's bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if I'm qualified to say sure. it, but you're that's qualified. Yeah, yeah, absolutely qualified. Yeah, I think you was I'm right. Tournament grinder. No, it's just locals. Yeah, beating everybody. Okay, no. it's too vulnerable. Okay. 
So the power ranking, GCR, Quicksilver, and then now Temporal. Yeah, GCR is still number one. Below yeah, Quicksilver? I, 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 wouldn't, I wouldn't play but, this, sorry. Guys, below, <laughs> below Quicksilver. You wouldn't play I mean, this card? No, it's such a risk. I'll see you at regionals. All right, see you then. Oops, maybe eventual. I think there's gonna they're gonna print something that breaks this card one day. Like makes like, it good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like maybe there'll be like a five cost uh, regalia that like could really benefit from the, the discount of this, or there's things that like wake up your regalia, so you could do this multiple times in a turn. <laughs> oh, interesting. Let, this is what I'm gonna use this for. I'm gonna play Wind Tonaris. I'll run this card. Turn one, Academy Guide. Well, I, I guess I got to play second, but turn one, Academy Guide, Besiege into Tenaris one. On my turn still, right? Uh-huh. Turn two, I pull this thing out, tap it. Turn, th well, tap it into that, turn, turn, turn three, and then I get my level two. And then Besiege that turn. Sure. Yeah. Or like, yeah, level two, Besiege that turn, get a level three. Because I still have the Academy Guide out. I'm, I'm like level three, Tenaris, summoning stuff before like, and with no dungeon guides before level two or before turn two. Does wind have a way of protecting this thing from being destroyed or factorized? You can't suffer it. Besiege the wind. If they do something like this, oh, this is the Quicksilver way, oh, right? Okay, like okay. I'm about to kill your Quicksilver. Haha, ha, I'll cast a card underneath. Wait, In a similar way, I can say if they're like about to kill my temporal, I will besiege and materialize anything. I'll just grab something. Uh, besiege is a slow card. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Get out of here. We're done. <laughs> Oh gosh, give me something good, please, guys. <laughs> this, is so, this is so hard to protect. <laughs> You're trying so hard to make Temporal Spectrometer good. Yeah. I'll make it good, guys. Okay. We'll try it. I'm looking forward to it. We'll try it. One day. Show, prove us wrong. It's also one of those things where it's like, if they don't, if let's say you don't have it, you don't have a punish for it. Oh man, I'm just running free. Not every wind deck <laughs> runs effort. Not every water, well, actually that's not true. Every water deck will run fracturize. Yeah. Wind decks don't run, don't necessarily run Zephyr. I might run, I might run with it. We'll see what happens. Okay, enough about this card. We're so over time. We're over? Yeah, do we okay. even have time for questions? Oh shit. Anyways, um, that's gonna be the end of our podcast. We did get some questions this week. However, unfortunately, we ran out of time uh, to kind of go over them this week. But if you have questions for the Talk GA crew, Feel free to email us at our new email address, talkgapodcast at gmail.com. Make sure you say like talk GA question or something in the title so I can filter those really quickly. Or if you don't want to use email, you can of course comment on our YouTube video here. Uh, just make sure you hashtag talk GA in your comment right before the question so I know that the comment has a question included in it. But otherwise, I think that's going to be our episode for this week. Thank you guys so much for watching this. Um, Stay frosty. Stay frosty. That's no, right. I'm not saying much. <laughs> Stay frosty. <laughs>